WVOW Local News, now. Logan County Prosecuting Attorney's Office recently awarded more than $100,000 from the Rural Violent Crime Reduction Initiative. I'm Aaron Stone. The money totals $124,671.20, and it's intended to support a two-year program to increase successful investigations and prosecutions in Logan County with the hiring of an additional assistant prosecuting attorney. Money will also increase communications and transparency with the prosecuting attorney's office by establishing a website and a mobile app. That's according to a press release from the prosecuting attorney's office. Prosecutor David Wanling called the money a blessing. And Monday during the Logan County Commission meeting, Wanling said his office is excited of a new staff member. So we're excited uh, about the possibility of adding uh, an additional assistant prosecutor. This will come uh, at zero expense to Logan County residents. There's zero match for the county commissioners. Um, and so we have a tremendous caseload and uh, the ability to work with uh, Will Thompson, uh, U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of West Virginia. Details or requirements are available at the Prosecutor Attorney's Facebook page. Search on Facebook Logan County Prosecuting Attorney's Office for more details. WVOW Logan. Don't let aches and pains put you on the sidelines. Lingering pain from aging or injuries can impair your ability to move and take the fun out of everyday activities. Let Logan Regional Medical Center get you back in the game. Take a joint pain assessment at loganregionalmedicalcenter.com slash orthopedics to find out how we can help alleviate pain, increase mobility and range of motion, and get you back to living your life to its fullest. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well, live well, that's why we're here. West Virginia joining a lawsuit with 48 other states against a company accused of helping its clients make allegedly illegal robocalls. According to the West Virginia Attorney General's Office, a lawsuit was filed Tuesday against Michael D. Lansky, LLC, which is known as Avid Telecom, as well as the company's owner, Michael Lansky, and Vice President Stacey Reeves. Lawsuit accuses the company of allegedly initiating and facilitating billions of illegal robocalls to millions of people. It's a violation of the Telephone Consumer Protection Act and the telemarketing sales rule, among other telemarketing and consumer laws. Attorney General Patrick Morrissey's office says Avid Telecom is a voice-over internet protocol service provider that allegedly sells information such as phone numbers, data, and dialing software, which Morrissey says its own customers use to make robocalls across the nation. AG's office says that the company is accused of sending or attempting to send more than 24.5 billion calls between December of 2018 and January of this year. Morrissey also says that more than 90% of those calls allegedly lasted 15 seconds or less. He says that indicates that they're most likely robocalls. Lawsuit further alleges that Avid Telecom is accused of allegedly helping make hundreds of millions of calls from spoofed or invalid caller ID numbers. AG's office says the company is also accused of sending out alleged spam calls regarding Social Security, Medicare, Amazon, auto warranties, credit cards, employment, DirecTV, just to name a few. A woman accused of that shooting back on Mother's Day at the Riverwalk Plaza Kroger waived her preliminary hearing Tuesday. 32-year-old Lydia Spencer of South Charleston was not present for that preliminary hearing in Kanawha County Magistrate Court yesterday, but she will be back in court on May 31st. 
shooting happened on Mother's Day. Criminal complaints said the shooting started between a physical fight between three people that included the suspect. Once the fight was over, the complaint said that Spencer pulled out a revolver and shot one of the women in the back. South Charleston Police Department said the victim and Spencer knew one another prior to the shooting. The extent of the victim's injuries is not currently known, but she is out of the hospital. Complaint for Spencer said she was detained at a nearby Krispy Kreme where she told police that the other woman had jumped her. Spencer was convicted in 2015 for a possession with intent to deliver charge. Because of that, she is legally prohibited from owning or possessing a firearm. Spencer is being held at the South Central Regional Jail. $250,000 cash-only bond. The South Charleston Police Department says she's being charged with attempted murder and wanton endangerment. Putnam County man raped and killed a Canadian teenager 48 years ago. That's according to investigators. They say DNA evidence found on a shirt showed that Franklin Romine was the one who killed 16-year-old Sharon Pryor of Lingale, Quebec, Canada. This is back on March 29th of 1975. Pryor had left her mother's home on that evening back in 1975 to be with friends at a local pizza parlor. She never made it back home. Her body was found three days later at a nearby park, partially nude with her underwear hanging in a tree according to investigators. Case ran cold for nearly 48 years until it was reopened by the Lingell Police Department's Cold Case Division. A shirt was collected as evidence at the time with the man's DNA sample. Lingell Police Department used that evidence along with modern technology. They were able to narrow the search down to a family name, Romine. And after further investigation, it led them to a Putnam County man, Franklin Maywood Romine, who'd spent time in Canada became prime suspect due to a criminal history of conviction for rape and assault. However, Romine was 900 miles away in Putnam County and was dead. Back on May 2nd, Romine's body was exhumed. Investigators say that after that exhumation, DNA samples positively identified him as the killer and closed that Canadian cold case. And just as expected, the Class AA Region 4 Championship Series is going to a decisive third game for the third straight year tonight. The fourth-ranked Winfield Generals scored 10 runs in the final four innings to defeat the second-ranked Logan Wildcats 12-3 Tuesday night at Winfield. Now, Logan defeated Winfield in Game 1 Monday. That was a 2-1 final score. So, Game 3 tonight from Roger Gertz, Field and Logan. First pitch set for 6.30. WVOW's Bill Lusk and Daniel Miller will begin coverage at 6.20. Dave Chappelle is coming to Charleston. What? Dave Chappelle is coming to Charleston, and he'll arrive next week. Tickets went on sale today for Chappelle's appearance at the Charleston Municipal Auditorium next Wednesday. Cell phones, cameras, recording devices of any kind will be magnetically locked in pouches until the end of the show. That's according to the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. Chappelle and many other performers are instituting bans on the devices because of the distraction it creates for the person using them, plus ruining his punchlines. The comedian once explained his position on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yeah, it's like Fight Club rules apply, man. Like what I'm saying to you, I'd rather, I'd rather just keep it in the room. And the other thing is comedians need the element of surprise. So if someone sees a joke that I'm doing and before I get to their city, then I got to do all new jokes and I couldn't write fast enough. Tickets range $80 to $130 plus applicable fees. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. 
Hey, we have more dry weather, although we do have a cold front that's going to come through here late, especially during the nighttime. So I think increasing clouds about 80, 82, and then we'll have that front. That'll drop us to about 53 overnight. And behind that front, it's mostly sunny. We'll turn mostly sunny on Thursday. High temperatures will be held in check across the coal fields. Thanks to the cold front, we'll be in the mid-70s. My 13 News Chief Meteorologist, Spencer Atkin. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Coldfield start the day with the morning news. A memorial ceremony held Tuesday in Clarksburg. Michael Chrisman is the assistant director of the FBI's Criminal Justice Information Services Division in Clarksburg. Recognize and honor our fallen brothers and sisters, and I think to really pay tribute to the profession itself for the dedication and sacrifice our officers undertake each the and every day. The morning news, weekdays, starting at 6 a.m. on WVOW.